Okay, so we were just talking about your hair because your hair looks amazing. Yes. Um, she's feeling herself today. Um, I am a natural girl. Like, I don't, I haven't put chemical in my hair and since college. Um, do you remember those days? And I was like bald right in this little patch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't remember you being bald, but I remember you talking about being bald. But I haven't seen your hair like this in so many years. You look, I mean, you always look wonderful. But you Thank look you. Yeah, I don't really just straighten it all, but yeah, they had to, sh- to straighten it to cut it. But yeah, I went to the place that is down the way from where we, you know, did school. Went to school, yeah. Um, And yeah, they were commenting on my grays, though, which I also was very shocked because when it's curly, I don't really know. I noticed like a few strands. Mm-hmm. Baby girl's got a couple more buried deep. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> deep in the woods yeah it was deep and he was like oh he's like well next time you come i can color this for you i was like it's covered we don't need to do that leave me be rude right i was like you know what just just straighten it out and cover it cover that patch of gray and he had also asked you the last time that you had trimmed because you had trimmed it yourself for so long <laughs> yeah he was just looking at it he kept like tugging on it like mm, okay mm. Mm. When's the last time you've been trimmed? I was like, look. Yes, it has been pandemic times. It's been rough. I haven't trusted a whole lot of people. <laughs> right. And look, we have been through a whole pandemic. We have been through a whole Trump presidency. Hello. I- I'm allowed to have some things be wrong. And that was one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've cut my own hair for nigh on 10 years. Uh the last I went to one fancy salon. So when I used to live in Boys Town, there was this fancy salon that all the gays would go to. And it was like early 2010s when I was living there. So I was like, oh, my God, this is like fancy gay salon. But like I, I didn't I always shaved my head for a long time. I was losing my hair. So I just shaved my head. I could never really go there. I eventually got, you know, hair transplant and grew my hair out. And I was like, oh, let me go to this salon. <laughs> now I'm and cute. I'm cute. I was like, oh, let me go ahead and have someone else tackle this. Even though I was still, you know, I could very much do my own hair. But uh, the guy was like, basically, he was very rude and disrespectful. And he gave me, when so the receptionist gave me wine. Oh, this is a fan. This is fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, okay, so that was in like 2010. I went to this haircut person in like 2019. So it was a long while of like wanting to go there. So I sat there and like the guy gives me wine and, and like I'm talking to the receptionist. I'm like feeling cute. Um, I dressed up. And <laughs> of course. So then I go to like my haircut person and he was like, oh, who's my next one? And the receptionist is like, oh, this one. And he, he goes, oh. <gasps> oh, my tip. I, in my mind, it's the tip is calculating down. Right. It's like that Plinko ball. Yeah. Like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we like cutting my hair or whatever, or he's like starting to cut my hair, grabs the wine and just like, like kind of like yanks it. He like puts his fingers on the rim of the plastic glass. Of and, your like, wine? Out- yeah. And like pulls it out of my hand. And I was like, but my Pinot Gris. Um, Reasoning? Yeah, I wasn't thrilled. Reasoning? Rude bitch. <laughs> but he was also cutting my hair, so he probably didn't want hair in my cup. But that's for me to I decide say- if I want it. Right. Like, maybe I like that. Maybe I like that. And then he, like, there was several different, uh, like, uh, these are things I'm just picking apart now, but there were several different um, 
the things you put around yourself. Smocks. Ma- smocks. Smocks. What were you going to say? There's black. Uh, mops. Okay. <laughs> there were several different. There was a clear. There was a black. There was one that was black with the logo. He got me cheetah. <laughs> Maybe he was like, ooh, this one's, this one's like saucy. I think he was just trying to. Anyway. And then he was like, I never know what to do with you hair transplant boys. I never <gasps> know what you want. Wait, did you tell him? No. Oh, you know what? Never. Yeah. Bing, ding, 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 ding. Like, it's anyway. going down. <laughs> so then we were like, he's like doing my hair or whatever. And I was like telling him, I was like, I'm really excited. Like, I haven't done this for a while. And he's like, mm, yeah. Uh, he was giving very Courtney Kardashian. Oh, he's and one then, of those, like, I swallow my the dick every time I talk. Yeah, he just didn't have anything to do with me. And uh, so basically, he's like looking at different products or whatever. And he's like, mm, I guess this might work. Uh, just like shit like that. And at the end, he just goes, I did the best I could. <gasps> what a bitchy queen. Why? What was the purpose? Like, do you want money? Bitchy queen. Bitchy queen. But then so I guess then- like that's your that's your livelihood. Like I could have been a regular customer. I could have referred you. And now I'm like, fuck that. So what had happened at the end, the, the place was dead. Uh, so it was just me in there. So at the end, the guy like rings me up for the haircut. And I like asked, I like asked the stylist. I was like, do you know, like, could you tell me what products you used? And he, I don't remember the exact response, but it was basically like, I don't remember. So I paid for the haircut and then uh, the, you do the tip and everything up front. And then the receptionist was like, I actually, I was watching, like, here's what he used. So uh, he, he, he like rang me up for those products or whatever. And then I tipped the receptionist and then I gave $5. And I was like, can you just give this $5 to him? I wouldn't even get, I would have tipped the receptionist and been like, bye. <laughs> like, and express, I'm not tipping you. Because of rudeness. Do better. Like, learn from this. Like, to, know, even today, like, it was like, he came in, I, he was, I came, my appointment was at 1030, and he, I arrived at 10, and he didn't get there until 11. So, technically, I'd been waiting there for an hour, but technically, he was 30 minutes late. And he double booked. Oh. It was see, a man. But see, he, he, it was a man he was supposed to do, like, cut his hair. So, like, I guess that's how he works. Like, somebody will shampoo him. And then, like, he worked. It does work where it was, like, he was going to go and cut this man's hair while I was getting shampooed. But I was, I was already heated. So, in my mind, like, when you said that, in my mind, I was already, I was about to walk out. But I was, like, girl, you was, you should have seen me this morning. I was, like, you looking rough. And I was, like, <laughs> this is, a, it's fine. Let's just stay here. But in my mind, it was, like, bing, 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 bing. Like, the tip mm-hmm. was going down in my head i was like no tip i was like no uh, just the tip yeah <laughs> right i was like no i can't i can't but then he was really nice so I was like, yeah i it. think it's hard it's hard with that sort of stuff and especially when you decide for yourself like i've got to get this done and you know you sort of make that decision and you're like well now it's just happening it's you're happening just accepting no matter the what. bullshit right because i've made this choice yeah well uh well so hello everyone welcome to Two Old Millennials, our podcast, where myself, Tom, and my friend... Matus. Talk about some bullshit. Just all kinds of bullshit. I do have a couple of movie news things uh, since we did that last week. Not a ton that's going on. Okay. 
just some movie stuff. Chucky season three. I don't know if you ever watched any oh Chucky season three. Oh my God, it's still going on? I thought they canceled it. That's no. also not a movie, that's a television show. True, true, true. We got some entertainment news, some movie and TV news. There we go. Uh, so sci-fi is uh, it's Child's Play, or I'm sorry, it's Chucky, uh, is October 4th, and it will stream on Peacock the next day. Oh, which really? They, which is good. That's good. That means it's performing. I honestly did not know this show was still on air. Season three, it's not great. It's very campy. Devin Sawa is in it. <gasps> oh, my God. Do you, oh, my God. I was just talking about this with someone. How Devin Sawa had a chokehold on me in, like, 97, 98. Like, it started with Casper. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When he came alive, I was like... <gasps> You're beautiful. All the and I didn't even really like blonde white boys like that. And he had that whole like middle part, you know, nineties haircut blonde white boy thing. He was just adorable to me. And then he did Now and Then, which was just like the ultimate like preteen girl movie. Loved him there. Mm-hmm. And of course iconic Final Destination. I loved him in Casper, Now and Then. We've talked about this many times. Casper now and then about Devin Sawa mm-hmm. idle hands oh my god I, I used to love idle hands but nobody ever heard of it no Mm-mm. I was like I I like taped the movie on a VHS and I was like you people you have to see this it's actually kind of funny and Jessica Alba right was in that one Seth and Green. Seth Green I was about to say yeah Buffy idle hands but, uh, I need to see that again that was a Whew. It was like a, I feel like it's like a cult classic because it wasn't like, no one was like checking for it then, but I watched it it's, all the time. It's definitely cult, uh, definitely cult class, classic, excuse me. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff that he was in, in. Little Giants he was in. Oh, that's right. He played like the cute love. I didn't really like that movie and I didn't really like him in that, but. Yeah. yeah. See, oh, he was in SLC Punk. Mm, I've heard of it. I didn't see it though. Oh, that's right. He was Stan. Oh, that's in the that, and that because he kind of like took a a beat. Like we didn't heard hear from him for a while, and then he just kind of showed up as Stan, and we were like, "Brilliant! You were perfectly cast in that. Not that you're creepy or anything, but it just worked with the bleach hair. I mean, it just worked. He was so good in it. Yeah, it was all of a piece. It, it worked well. Right. Um, but yeah, anyway. he's in it, and he's a new character every season, which I think is sort of fun. Um, Interesting. I might, I might be into it. It's wild. It is not. It is not. There's not a lot of logic happening. Oh god! In, but it, it is one of these like it's got a lot of teeny because you no no we've talked about this. I just don't. I there's I have nothing against it. I think I'm sure it's all great. I just I have a hard time watching TV shows and movies that the central characters are people not my age because i don't understand them like i'm just like eh. mm-hmm. i yeah, just think I it's, it. it's not for me I'm, I'm like i'm not saying it's like bad or anything like i'm sure it's very entertaining and and those gen z's probably like this is the best and i'm sure it really really is um like i've heard great things about euphoria but i just for me i'm just like i don't feel like it's for me i i do i do just because it's for I think people with mental illness. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I can get well, in yeah, that deli you, line. Euphoria specifically, yeah. But I'm not about to watch like Vampire yeah. Diaries, even though I... Yeah, that's not... 
I have nothing. I actually was thinking recently, I was looking for a new show to watch. And I was like, maybe I'll watch The Flash. And I was like, let me look at, uh, like, I'll do these recap shows, you know, mm-hmm. that we, we did. We talked about this last week. Uh, so I did like a recap of The Flash season one. And I was like, ooh, this is terrible. But I do need to know what happened with every season. So I watched a recap of every season. Okay, so it, along that line, I, there are things where I'm just like, it wasn't for me, but I'm like, okay, like Supergirl. It, Netflix was like, you might like this. And I was like, oh, it's something on in the background. Whatever, I'll watch it. So I started watching it. I don't really like it, but I was like, well, now I need to know how this ends. So I'm just like, I'm in it now. I did not need to know how the flash ended. I was like ready to go. And the funniest thing is it would be like, oh, this, in season two, we introduced the character of Matus and she works for this uh, corporation. Midway through the season, we find out Matus is not Matus. Matus <laughs> is actually her twin sister from another universe. And the real Matus is over here. And so it's like every character that's introduced, you're like, it's, but actually... It's this other thing. And I was like, I don't care. That's such, that. that's such a soap opera. It's very soapy. Very soapy. And there's like a huge cast of characters, too. Uh, so anyway, don't need to know that. Um, next up. So the do, uh, have, do you know about the sequel to Twister that's coming out? What? Mm-hmm. Okay, but this is along the lines of what I was talking about last week. Mm-hmm. Was Hollywood get it together and come up with some new IPs. Because I don't know, and I don't know if we, did we need a Twister sequel? Bill Paxton is dead. Bill Paxton is dead. So Helen Hunt is coming back. Oh, Lord. But I do love her. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's fine. Okay. You know, I don't know a single person who watched that Mad About You reboot. No. It came I, and went. When you said it, it took me a minute. I was like, reboot? But yeah, it really did. It re- I think they were trying to like hop on this, like, Will and Grace is back, NBC reboots. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, that one didn't make it. Murphy Brown, R.I.P. I feel really bad about that one. But they rebooted that. They sure did. My mom used to love Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown was great. I just we just don't need her. You know, we don't need her. She did, she did what she did. She ran so that a lot of other female-led shows could walk. But anyway, um, she they tackled a lot of issues of like abortion and being a pregnant single mother and. Uh, gay rights and trans rights and stuff like that. But anyway, On so Murphy this Brown? is going to be. Mm-hmm. I never watched the show. I heard of it. I just oh, yeah. wow, damn. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, she was good. So with this one, I think it, it, it's it's very it's it, to me very cookie cutter in terms of the premise. I'm sure it'll be great. But it's uh, Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton have a daughter. She becomes a storm chaser as well. Oh, I think Bill Paxton dies from a tornado, and that's like the impetus of, <laughs> of the whole movie. And why he's not on it. Thing aside from him being actually dead in real life, right? Well, I think the the inciting incident will be he died. So now it's like we gotta chase the big one, and it's gonna be multiple tornadoes at once. Of course, because it's like Independence Day. It's like different. I don't know. I've never saw Independence Day too. But that's the other thing. I that's that's the other problem I have with these like sequels. Let's be realistic on this time frame. You know, you it can't at this point it's not a sequel. This is this is what 30 20 years later. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Sequels are for, you know, back to back or there's there's a short window of time where you you have to do a sequel in my mind. Otherwise, it's not a sequel. It's just we're just 
we're just rehashing stuff because we ain't got nothing better to do. See, I disagree. I think you should, if you're going to make a sequel, it should be worth the story. And that's going to take however long it takes. So like in the 80s, when they were uh, like late 70s, early 80s, early 90s, when they were pumping out horror sequels, it was just like that last one made money. So we got to make another one next year. And now a lot of those are like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Whereas like Finding Dory took 10 years to create that story. And it's like, I'm willing to wait for the story. I don't know. I think with Twister, we did pass that. That's all I'm saying. That. Yeah. I, and There's a threshold. Exactly. There's a threshold. I And I totally agree with you about the story. You know, let's make sure it's a good story. Even even if it's like next year. Because mm-hmm. don't judge me. <clears throat> Right now, I'm just really, I really, I'm feeling really nostalgic. Um, I was, I just started watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, the original live action one. And yeah, they're so good. Okay, thank you. I really do. I personally like the second one. Um, but I moved to the. I'm now on the third one. I'm gonna go and watch all of them, like even the Megan Fox ones. But um, I, I'm on the third one, and it's like. Meh. But I did. I was reading stuff on it. Like the it's t- to your point of like they're not really waiting for the stories. They're just like capitalizing on the fame of it. So like two, they really tried to capitalize on the popularity of number one, but it took a little bit more of a campier tone. The Ninja Turtles weren't allowed to use their weapons, but and yet they were. It was on their person. Like they were only right. allowed to like punch and stuff because they didn't want to make it too violent. Because the first one, which I didn't really realize until I got older. As of now, was that it was a like it was a lot darker. The first one's darker and it was very like, dark, yeah. Right, and this one's a little. The second one was like, ah, go ninja, go ninja. Although I do like that, it was kind of cute. Um, and, and Casey Jones, woo. Oh, I know, right? And 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 so it's it's just like yeah, you got to wait for the story. Otherwise, you're uh, as opposed to just like capitalizing on popularity of stuff. But and also, is it? needed like yeah there's a window of when you need it and twister i don't know if we needed one it was it's it's like some of these movies are just good standalones like you don't we don't need a second one we also don't need reboots of some stuff like breakfast club we don't need a reboot of things just watch it yeah (laughs) just watch it guys (laughs) there's there's things that are sacred and you know i'm fine with the twister like whatever i I think we passed the threshold but like whatever and like helen hun's probably gonna die i don't also don't like that like (laughs) she's gonna die well, that's what they do with like these legacy characters now is it's like they come back and they introduce these new younger folks right. and then people die. And I don't like that. It's like I think that just like I was worried. I was worried for you've seen the newest scream. No. Shh. Oh, I won't talk about it, but um, let's talk about some. You've seen the newer. Oh, you haven't seen the newer Halloweens either. I don't um, care about those as much, but I will see them. But you can talk about those. Well, I, how about this? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I talked about it last week. I yeah, I've I've only seen the Jessica Biel one and the and the original. Right. So in this latest one, they brought back the original Sally character, mm-hmm. but she was played by a different actress, and they killed her off. I, I was kind of fine with it because it was like, like this character's been gone for so long. The actress has died. Like this character hasn't been back since the original. So why bring so it's her like, back? Only to uh, why bring her? her I, but I'm fine with it because it's like I don't really have an emotional attachment to this character. If like in the newer Halloween movies, they had diced out Jamie Lee Curtis in the new Halloween, mm. like Halloween 2018, it'd have been like that's fuck. 
up. She doesn't really deserve that. The character doesn't deserve that. Like she's carried the whole series and then you're like, bye bye. Right. But I, it is an effort to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now when I think of Jamie Lee Curtis, it does make me angry because it is goes. It makes me think of the Oscars because you're absolutely right. They just gave that to her. Right. Because they were like, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll never be here. Just take it and yeah. please collect your ducats and leave. Because yeah, you're never you coming shan't back. shan't be here again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Angela, you will be. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just kind of, it's weird because they do that a lot with a lot of like, um, a lot of movies because they're, tr- I, I guess it's like trying to capture a new audience and, and, and this need to like grow with the youth. You know, like Jamie Lee Curtis is technically even grown with us. So as, when mm-hmm. she was a teen, we could go back and watch her movies. And we've mm-hmm. been watching them as a as like 30-year-old somethings. Now, you know, she's an old, I mean, no shade to her. She's 70-something. So she's not trying to, you know, be out here scream-queening it again. Um, how do we k- keep capitalizing on this franchise? Kill her off and create a whole new person. A whole new Jane. Well, that's what they did with, that's what they did with Resurrection. Like, I don't feel like her character deserved to die Resurrection. in Resurrection. Oh, Halloween. Oh, girl, we did this last I week. Know. Yeah, okay. Halloween Resurrection. Oh yeah, because I was upset because I was like, I didn't get it. Why <laughs> is she dead? It just doesn't make sense. One of the um, Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Oh, and, and uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. The woman who survived the first movie, that she got killed in the opening of the. Next one. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Didn't 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 deserve. I, and didn't deserve. I, I was I almost tapped out. I own all of those movies, and I almost was just like I was so upset because I was like, "This is stupid." And right. you get invested in these characters, and you get you you know for their survival, and then for them to just die so quickly, all of a sudden you're like, "But why? Why would we? Why mm-hmm. now? Who, why do I care about anybody else in this?" That's kind of the whole right. point of the final girl. Right, right. Just for the and Heather Langenkamp, she died in one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets just to die. So I feel like I just get worried when we bring back these legacy characters. It's like you, I know you're just going to die so that there's a new person here. Right. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, moving on. I don't know if you watched, but Red, White, and Royal Blue is a hit. I on have Amazon. heard so much about this. Now, first, I saw Amazon was trying to push that book to me for a long time. Is this like a? Is this a? dirty thing i don't think it's dirty i it's just do you know anything about it no only because i I say that because i was reading a lot of erotica for a minute for a minute i still read it it doesn't matter um Mm -hmm. and amazon was like if you liked this and it's it's always because i need it i need it to be relatable so it was always like interracial like erotica so they were like red right and royal and i was like i don't want this and then i see it on my amazon prime video and i was like oh was it a book or a movie? She was both. Uh, but it's the follows uh, Alex Claremont Diaz, the son of the newly elected president of the United States, Ellen Claremont, who's played by Uma Thurman, which work. Uh, and he's like the young millennial face of the White House. And he has to interact with the UK counterpart, rival Prince Henry, causing a major uproar at a wedding. The two are forced to play off their non-existent friendship. And goodwill to visit the UK, force friendship to get a real friendship, blossoms into something more, blah, 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 blah. I'm sure it's great, but no thank you. It's not for me, but it was a hit, so I'm happy the gays got something. Can I ask you a question? I mean, you can totally cut mm-hmm. this. And I might want to mm-hmm. cut this too. Um, mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Do you not mm-hmm. typically like a lot of like movies centered around gay 
men? Um, I do. I like it when it's more real. And when it's like this and like parent trappy and, and sort of cartoonish, mm. it doesn't, it, it sort of feels, if it, it, it just, fe- it reads insincere. Mm. And same thing with like Heartstopper. Like I can't get into that. I can't get into Love Victor, Dear Victor, From Victor, whatever. Oh, from, yeah. I, I, Love, comma Victor? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't get into it because it, that's not my experience. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. I do like when they're a little more realistic, but I also don't like when it's when I just feel like it's not portrayed in a way that reads to me. I'm not seeing when someone's tortured that they're gay and they look in the mirror and cry. It's like that also wasn't my experience. So when I watch something like Shit's Creek, it's like, that's fun. That's a someone who's just living and existing and it's not a thing. It's just I love that you brought up Shit's Creek because whenever Will and I watch it, we go, that's Tom. Like, his mannerisms yeah. are you. And I was like, that's Tom. Tom could have played yeah. this role. <laughs> I know. Dan Levy's he and I always running into each other in the call, <laughs> the call room. But uh, it, it, that's that's why. I just have a hard time mm. when it's like these. Yeah, I just have a hard time with it. Well, but maybe that's how a lot of people feel about, like, traditional heteronormative rom-coms. Mm. I don't know. But. I mean, I just – because, you know, I had this conversation. You and I had a conversation just about bros. I – I liked it, but I also it you know it, it, it. I liked it from the standpoint of like I thought it was a good movie. Um, I, I, there was no relatability to it, but I did think it was like funny and sad sometimes because he had also kind of talked about mental health in it. But I liked it, but you were like, no. I was like, I, and that's I was like, okay, I don't really know. But then I know sometimes with me, I feel guilty for not appreciating some like the new, like black media out there. Some, but I think, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like something like Insecure. Love it. Or uh, Insecure. Anything Issa writes, I love it. Yeah, love it. Euphoria. Things that are capturing like a a natural black experience. Exactly. Natural gay experience. I like. Sometimes when I watch some of Tyler, I feel like sometimes the characters or the stories are whitewashed a little bit Mm. where it's. It's let's make this more mainstream by making these black characters in like white situations. Does that make any sense? No, I hear you. I, you know, I, I, I really liked Tyler Perry when he was like doing um, plays and I, I appreciate his business acumen. I, I think he is such a great businessman from what he's doing to having his own studios. I just, I'm not sure. I think my only thing with him is like, you can't you're, you know your strengths and writing is not your strength um mm-hmm. so i and also and it may not just it just doesn't appeal to me like <laughs> his his content just really doesn't appeal to me at all i i you know it's always to me it seems like it's always some like struggling black woman who needs a man to help her and jesus plays a part in it so i'm it's not for me and aids is a punishment yeah <laughs> exactly or some disease i don't I'm just, it's not for me. Um, and that, you know, it is largely like black content. I just, but like, you know, writers like Issa Rae and, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, there are some like, you know, the blackening. I thought it was so well done. It was just so well done. Jordan Peele, like, I especially love this new renaissance of just, there's a lot of black 
horror films out. Um, there's a new TV limited series, or maybe it's a movie. It's called uh, The Other Black Girl. No, The Other... Oh, yeah, Other Black Girl. Sorry, it's a book. Um, mm. Didn't love the book, but just saw the trailer for the TV show or movie. And I'm like, oh, this actually looks better than the book. Um so I'm here for it. And it's kind of it's kind of got this thriller kind of element to it. So I was like, this looks awesome. So there's a lot between that and we got the blackening and I just saw something else come out and I was like, oh, I love all of this. It's like good writing, mm-hmm. good content. And maybe it's just that subsect of just, you know, certain titles where I'm like, eh. Well, I think it's just that, again, sort of that authenticity, like uh, uh, Jordan Peele's movies there's a lot of authentically black experiences in in those movies and fire island which was the the gay movie of last mm, summer yeah. or two years ago was super fun and gay and funny and fruity but also sincere and it but it was it felt a little more real to me than some of this other stuff um and like i don't know if you watched being mary jane i didn't but i actually that. heard really good stuff about it. i did want to watch that though that is on that's in my queue to watch to get into that show i really liked that but also with scandal Mm -hmm. and uh how to get away with murder uh but i mean for like mainly like large parts of the cast or or the entire cast is gay or a you know black that's that's where i'm coming from i was like yeah it's great that the like i feel sometimes guilty that i should be more into it because you don't see a lot of that representation like yay this entire cast is black and written by black people but then i'm like but it's not good writing, so should I, you know, do I have to hop on mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. just because? No, it, you don't. Right. That's that's where I feel guilty. I'm like, maybe I should just like it because. But I'm like, it's not good, though. Like, my parents love this show called The Oval. And I'm like. Oh, I didn't even want to bring it up because it's so bad. <laughs> so, my parents love it. They love it. But it's so, so operatic. But it's also, it's giving, I watch Scandal a lot and I'm just taking things from Scandal and applying it to somehow I want to do it this way. I don't, I don't get it. Just like the, the drama, everything is so dramatic. A lot of like slow motion, like falling or something. There's a lot of, you know what I mean? Like I want to understand strange. the context of when you're watching this. Me? Yes. I probably, I mean, it probably fell down a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. Also, I, don't know. I thought about you because I was watching a TikTok video of your your housewives girls um, and Portia. Oh, I love Portia. Is she really simple? Because she was, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're sincere in your face. You went, mm-hmm. You were so serious. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, she is. I was watching this one She's- and it took me out. They were at like something that was talking about the Underground Railroad. Yeah. <laughs> Not you being ready for it. <laughs> It's a, like, it's an infamous moment. Oh, I had no idea about this. And she's like, she's like, she in her mind, she swore up and down. It was an actual railroad, like a train. She's like, how'd they have the train go? And I was like, wait, what? She had me questioning my so, history. So what you're talking about is, I think it's her first or second season on the show. And what hurts even more is that her father or grandfather uh, was a civil rights activist who, you know, worked in Selma with. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, walked with Martin Luther King Jr. <gasps> and she helps run his foundation now that he has passed. 
And this was her first season. She was sort of a like a sort of a rich bimbo and like the wife of a basketball player or football player, Cordell something. Uh-huh. I don't know. And she, they were in a church or something, and it was in um, S- Savannah, maybe Georgia. Yeah, I thought it was in Georgia. I, I don't know. I was, I'm seeing a clip, and they're just like, I thought it was a museum. I didn't think it was a church, but that I, it, it, it was somewhere. And they were like, you know, and uh, Harriet Tubman and, and the Underground Railroad would come through here. And she's like off to the side in the back. And she's like, so where did the train? <laughs> how did the train come through here? Where did it stop? And it's very it, what what I when you first watch it, you're like, OK, she, what she means is where did the people coming through? And she's like, I just don't understand how a locomotive would be. in. <laughs> oh, my God. She like doubled down on the fact that she thought it was a train. And, but she, that was her beginning. She rose very high. Well, maybe, you know what? I'm going to just chalk that up to she knew, she knew what she had to do. She understood the assignment. I don't think she did. I think she understood the assignment and she was like, got him. If I play, if I play Jessica Simpson stupid, I'm about to run this. Like, I'm going to get paid. Maybe, maybe. It definitely was an infamous moment for her. Because I... I just couldn't believe it. And then they're all trying to rally around her and be like, no, 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 baby. No, that ain't it. Like, that ain't it. Well, anyway. Okay. That just made me yeah, think so, of you. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was rough. They've all had moments like that, though. But Portia, I really like her. But she's she gone. Um, okay, so the last thing they have here is it's about the Walking Dead Daryl Dixon. I don't know if you Wait, care to. Wait, yeah, I don't. Wait, it's okay. Ooh, sorry, you know I'm a Walking Dead fan, but I, I know I also had to stop watching it um, when they car- killed off a character, and that was like season seven. So I haven't watched it. So I literally just like I can't anymore. It hurt my heart. What character? Glenn. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I can't. I I don't even know what I'm here for anymore. Um, so I do plan to go back to the series, and yes, I obviously I know obviously two characters. His murderer survives um, because he's in the new show, Walking Dead, Dead City or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. with his wife in the show, Mm -hmm. Um, Glenn's wife. So I'm not caught up. Which actually, yeah, yeah, neither am I, but, you know, I read about all this stuff. So when I first heard about Dead City, I was like, how in the fuck does it make sense for Maggie and Negan to be together. So my theory is she he's she's like going after him. I won't tell you anything, but I'm I- impressed with the scenario that they came up with. Oh, okay. I, I yeah, cuz I can't imagine it being anything other than I'm off to kill you because I didn't get a chance to in Walking Dead cuz you killed my man. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um and the, you know they're supposed to be coming out with uh Michonne. She's she's I, allegedly Michonne I, Enric. Oh, Oh, God, when I saw them in bed together, that was like, <gasps> I was like, finally. <laughs> I was like, y'all been playing games this too long. <laughs> like, uh, are we doing this now? Like, geez, get it together. Yeah, I, I love Danae. I love her. Her body is amazing. Her body, her mouth, her like, face. What is going on with that? I don't understand. Did you see, you've obviously seen Wakanda Forever. Yes. <sighs> I love her. <laughs> we collectively gasped like we I just, just uh, like it's just I she was on the cover of like self or something and I was like and she had this cute bikini on and I was like ma'am ma'am 
it, yeah. it, I, I can't. I can't with you. You're, it's so, too yeah. much. It's gorgeous. I it's, just, it's, I can't. Um, and I love, uh, well, I don't, did you know that her and uh, Pousset from uh, Orange is a New Black and, um, and the other, Danielle, oh gosh, the, the, uh, what's the, Orange is a New Black. I know her, yes, I know who Pousset is. It's the bigger girl, the bigger girl Which who was always one? friends with. <laughs> I know it's bad. Oh, Danielle Brooks? Yes, I was okay. going to Danielle, the, yeah. She's in, I know um, it was Danielle. She's in um, Peacemaker. No, she's in Color Purple. Color Purple, yeah, she's in the Color Purple. Uh, also, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's in Peace, Peacemaker, and I, I was like, I don't see how this is gonna work. I have but she's no great. idea what that is. It's a DC show. It's I, I would say skip it, but, uh, but anyway, they're all friends from like theater from like NYU in New York. I can see that. Deny on it. I wonder mm-hmm. if Denai sings. Oh, God. I know. Then that'll just make her just worse. Just like, really, we can't have you do all the most right now. We, yeah. God was given with all the hands. Oh, my God. There really is a Daryl. I did not know this. He said, I refuse to not have something, too. Oh, well, no. Well, see, what was supposed to happen was him and Carol were supposed to have a show together. Oh, okay. Wasn't this supposed to be I'm all, not- like, yeah, well, only because I'm like, it was ambiguous on whether they were going to get together. Oh, him and her and. <sighs> okay. Sorry. Sidetracked. So this doesn't tell you the fate of any of the characters, but Carol, the actress, was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Also, side note. Did you she know has a young... she was on Dawson's Creek? Danae? No, I'm sorry. Carol. Danae? Sorry. Carol. Carol. Dawson's Creek. She was like a. No, kind of a teacher, but she was also like, kind of like looking at Dawson, like, you know, like, whoop, whoop. Mm. She was like, no, I know she was in the mist. I don't know what that is. I just, I remember watching midway through One Tree, One Tree Hill, midway through Walking Dead, I was watching, like, I was just going through, like, Dawson's Creek or whatever, and I was watching, and I was like, oh, Carol, look at you. Look yeah. at you, Carol. Like, Carol, what is going on? I didn't know you had a, you had a career before this. <laughs> No offense to her. Wasn't she a teacher? Wasn't she a teacher in the show? Or wasn't Carol a teacher originally? No. Carol was like a, a, a housewife a who was like getting beat yeah. by her husband and then she turned badass. That's right. Like she turned for real badass. Like it rooted for she Carol sure so like hard. Carol was like, I give no fucks. I'm taking everybody out. I- I know, and I feel so bad for Carol in this show, though, because they were like, Carol will not know happiness. No, she, she won't. will not know a moment of happiness. And they really, they were like, that's our theme, and we're sticking to yeah. it. Yeah, no, um, Carol was like, I, I will go down with the ship if I have to. Um, I don't care. Yeah, I, I loved her. I loved her character. Um, yeah, I do need to, the, oh, a lot of people were in the mist. Thomas Jane, um... Marcia Gay Harden. Marcia Gay Harden. She's a crazy bitch. Yeah. Marcia, she said. <laughs> okay, Danae. Um, Danae, sorry, whatever. Um, <laughs> but so the what walk the walking that Daryl Dixon does is sort of explore how uh, the the zombies are different in different parts of the world 
the world. Okay, so we traveling because because I also well, was into um, Fear the Walking Dead. So I also have to finish that because I started it, but then when I stopped Walking Dead, obviously I stopped um, because they kind of have some crossover, and I didn't want to hear anything. Um, but yeah, it was like giving us a Fear the Walking Dead gives us a perspective from like what was happening on the West Coast, which same stuff. Nothing really that different. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, and this doesn't affect. Again, this doesn't affect anything. It doesn't. It. I don't know how Daryl ends, either. But they said that this, the beginning of this show, it could be a prequel. It could be whatever. But it's him. He washes ashore in France. That's how it begins. All right. And it's like it doesn't. I'm all. It doesn't affect his ending. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, disinterested. <laughs> I'm like. I'm eye rolling is like, okay. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I'm also like, okay, girl, like what's we're doing. It's just, it's one of, it's again, it's one of those things where I feel like sometimes TV and movies don't know how to just leave a good thing alone. They want to just keep like, they just want to squeeze every little thing out of it. And it's sad because we have such good content and then you just take it and you trash it and you just ruin it. Like, Coming to America, I still I, haven't forgiven. I'm like, it was so good. And then the second one was just like, we just want to show you people that was used to be here. So it was like a family reunion. Yeah. I was like, I don't really want to watch exactly, that. I was about to say, it's just a reunion. Yeah. Um, I, I'm fine with the washing ashore to France. What I'm not okay with is, uh, but struggles to piece together how he got there and why. <laughs> you don't know how you and, got there. Amnesia is such a lazy, it's just so lazy. But also washing ashore from like wherever, I guess, Atlanta, North Carolina to Paris or to France. Like how long was your journey that you just completely forgot? And if we're going to do memory stuff, let's have it be Memento by Christopher Nolan or uh, (laughs) what? No, it's the Christopher Nolan reference. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't even think of another example because it gets so boring to me. But, uh, but anyway, uh, that's I whatever. That's Walking Dead news. Um, <laughs> All of it. Yeah, Godzilla has a TV show. Oh my I god! Don't care about that. Do you know anything about Daisy Jones and the Six? Yeah, is that a show or a movie? I thought it was a, a movie. Also, Amazon it's keeps t- trying to get me to watch it. Uh, yeah, it's I know show. about the book. Um, I no offense I was like that just feels like a lot of white girl nonsense to me um so it's not for me but I did I'd always see the so, book in bookstores so it's um it's basically like a it's taking Stevie Nicks's I, life and yeah and I don't like that I don't agree with it well guess but it's very loosely based off of it it's basically like female celebrity in a band in the 70s no yeah I um, kind of I got that it was supposed to be I figured it was like kind of giving a Stevie Nicks vibe. I'll tell you why I don't like it in a minute. Why? Go ahead. Continue. Oh, well, Stevie Nicks responded and she's like, I watched it twice and I love it. I hope there's more. No, no, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, I know. But in my mind, no, she didn't. Okay. Okay. Because I am currently reading a book about Fleetwood Mac and I'm placing myself in it because I do love... I mean, I'm along with your mother. I love Fleetwood Mac. I love Fleetwood Mac. And I especially love Stevie Nicks. Love her. Um, I feel like she would totally be cool with a biopic. Not a biopic, but like a portrayal of like a Stevie Nicks character that was just black girl and doing it that way. So 
Hmm. So I don't, I don't really in my my universe in my world, she didn't approve of this, and she much prefer okay. my idea. I mean, she probably would. Um, Just like the Black Hermione. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved when everybody was up in arms about that, and it's like, and then J.K.'s like, I, I never said she was white. Right. I it it particularly irritates me when people are so up in arms about like the littlest things. Like, oh my God, Star Trooper was black. That can't possibly be. Why do you care? Why is this such a like? Why is that a? Why do we care? Also, like people were up in arms about Nick Fury being black, and it's like, now could you imagine anybody else doing that? Right. Or or what's the new? Oh, The Last of Us. Wasn't there, like, a big controversy about him being gay? Who being gay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, <laughs> there's an gay? episode... There's an ep- episode three basically, like, puts the whole show on... You still haven't seen it? I haven't seen the show because I gotta finish the... I have to finish the game. <laughs> I know that's stupid. Oh I know, I know. It is stupid. I, I can't help myself. So, you know the guy who... I guess he like his husband like hangs himself and they're like, we've been hanging out in this house and we hate each other. And he died. I didn't know that, that but I don't really care. But continue. It's in the video game that you are playing. I'm not that far. Oh, it's well, hard. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, they the third episode basically pauses the whole show, has this side story that's canon to the video game there. This is a gay character. Oh, wait, I did see husband. this. No, I saw this. OK, I saw this in the game. Right. So they basically just say like, okay, this is, we know that he's gay and they do a whole backstory for them and it's beautiful, but everybody's pissed because it's like. So why, yeah, why, why are why they, they pissed if it's in the game? Because they didn't see it. That's the problem. They don't see it like that. They're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's his friend. So it, that's their problem. Well, it's grooming and it's all this stuff and <gasps> it's forcing an agenda. And I'm like, I saw this tweet the other day that was like, I, that was like, I'm, you know, it's hard to share this, but I've been groomed my whole life and thankfully, you know, didn't, it didn't work on me, but I was shown media in television and books and toys and movies that was and now they're gay. forcing this sexual, that was like, it was forcing this sexual uh, perspective on me my entire life. But yet I didn't live the life of a straight person. Uh, I became gay and it was basically saying like, I was groomed to be straight. So like, Grooming is not real in gay world. Grooming is real in what, hetero world. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so it was just funny that it was like making it seem like they had been groomed by a gay person, but it was That's such weak arguments. Around. I hate I hate arguments like that. Just grooming so is so stupid. stupid. Like yes, of course, teachers are out here just teaching people be to be trans and gay. They ain't got time mm. to be doing all this. Some teacher this week got fired or the case got settled, whatever, got fired because she was, um, she got pregnant out of wedlock. I hope she sues them and owns the school. Lost, lost, lost. That is the most ridiculous. You know what? That's okay. She's going to write a book and it's going to be amazing and she's going to make all her coin tell all the secrets oh supreme court of new jersey on monday sided with catholic school that fired a teacher in 2014 because she became um, uh, pregnant while unmarried catholic school Uh, do better new jersey do better right i went to a catholic school i don't know if oh my god we had we had students who got pregnant okay i knew of two students who got pregnant and they still got to go to school there but then again it's you're paying for it so 
I mean, like, their parents physically paying for Literally it. Literally paying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how much weight that holds. But you would think they would kick them out or anything. I'm glad they didn't um, because they were really good students anyway. But either way, I just – mind your business. Like, what's that what, – what does my job have to do with – mind your business. And also, it's like whenever – I also watched this other interview with Bo Burnham where it was like uh, he he had done a special and they're like, don't you think you were a little hard on the Catholic Church? And his response was like, don't you think the Catholic Church has gone a little too far? Hello. So it's just ridiculous where it's like Catholic Church. Hey, teacher, you can't be pregnant, says the priest with diddling all the boys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just make it make sense. Like make it make sense. Priorities, you know. Mm hmm. Uh, all right. That's all my movie news stuff that I care about, at least. <laughs> um, I don't really have any. You mentioned some already, but I, yeah. I don't know where you get movie news. I will never reveal my sources. Oh boy, it's like Deadline or Variety. Um. Mm. Oh, Handmaid's Tale is coming back out. I can't watch her. She's so depressing. Handmaid's Tale or the actress? Both. You know what is really depressing is when they when you find out that they're like in like Scientology or Trump supporters. <laughs> I know. I was looking I at something hard. recently. What was I what was I watching? And it was um to find out only this person is a Trump supporter. And I was like, oh, that's that's it just feels unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, somebody at my uh, at the gym that I work at um, w- was saying something, and I was I was working there, and uh, the thing that I want to introduce is him being indicted again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, that had come up, and he was like, "Well, you know, I don't know if it's really deserved, and like we got to give him a break." Whoop. And I, w- I was like, "You gotta, you gotta go." You're like you're dead to me, uh, right? Like now, I just kind of look at you straight. Like I don't know if you're dead to me. I just feel like I just look at. I don't trust you now. I just I 100 don't trust you. So yeah, um, it's rough, rough stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thirteen Ghosts. Remember that movie? Vaguely. It was with um. Is that with the ship? That's ghost ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I don't mean to, to, to break into this, but it does really irritate me. I have talked to you about this, that you're so in, like, you're hardcore into it. Horror films. Oh, and I know. Like, I know, it's I just know. like, where were you when I needed you? I was scared. I, di- I didn't understand. I was. At 21. No, I don't think I started liking. No, I mean, I've I'm always saying liked Scream. you were scared and you didn't understand at 21. Yes, yeah. yeah. Molly and I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot with Jessica Biel on her bed, and then for about 40 minutes, we're afraid to even get off the bed. See, this is like my wheelhouse, and now I feel like I can't. I can compete I, with me because I know everything. No, I well actually yes. I like you had just what it made me what made me think about it is that you had brought up Friday the Thirteenth, and I was like, "What you know about Friday the Thirteenth?" And you were like, "Full on." I was like, "Wait a minute." Everything I know. Everything. How 
are we how did we get here from like not you refusing to go see the exorcism of Elmy Rose with me to oh that's so well <laughs> no. The Exorcism of Emily Rose, I did see in movie theaters when I was living in Florida. I thought we talked about this. You weren't with... Oh, wait. I don't know if you were... Oh, yeah. That's right. You were in Florida. You were at Disney by that time because that's when I started dating Will. Wilbur. Yeah. But I watched it and then... Remember, like, the witching hour was, like, 3 a.m. or whatever? Oh, yeah. Why at 3.05 a.m. I'm laying in bed terrified... I see this lumbering figure come into my room <laughs> and like walk all the way up to me. And I'm like, it, lumbering, dark shadow figure walk all the way up to my bed and sit on my bed. Are you for real? And I'm fucking, yes, mate. I'm fucking pissing myself. And then it puts its hand on me. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I froze completely. And then it leans in real close, real close, mate. I'm talking. This big figure, like big, leans all the way in and goes, can I eat your waffles? I <laughs> did not expect. Who's your roommate? <laughs> it's my roommate. Okay. Why did they have to whisper it to you like that? And he had <laughs> like a sleeping bag type thing that was like wrapped all around him. This is getting worse. Yeah. So that's why it was like this big figure. And, he, and then like later on, I was like, why the fuck did you do that? And he was like, I knew you were awake because you weren't snoring. <laughs> it's just kidding. So, sir. Also, why are your so roommates weird. always so like personally invasive? And this was the night I had watched that in the movie theater, which is a very good move. movie, by the way. Oh, it is a good movie. I really enjoyed it. We watched it recently, like a couple of months ago. Have you seen the autopsy of Jane Doe? No. <gasps> Me. Okay, we'll watch it tonight. That's I was thinking of a movie to watch. No, watch it with me. Oh, okay. No, How you you'll watch it with Will. No, I no, I will. I'll do the same thing. Why do you have Shutter? No, I did have it at one point, but I shut it off, shuttered it <laughs> because the movies were dumb. <laughs> They're not that bad. I I turned it off and then I put it back on. I feel like you have to to find some that are good. So my my gauge is it's usually if there's there's two things. If Will goes, mate, what what the fuck are we watching? That's his mm-hmm. like this is this is gross and disgusting. Why are we watching it? Then it's the it's the second one which is mate, mate, mate. What mate? <laughs> mate, <laughs> you dumped it. You dumped it cuz he gets so it's like the disturbing ones like we saw um Oh yeah, human centipede, and it would be—he's just like, oh, he—he he becomes speechless. So I know I picked a good one when he just becomes completely speechless, and he's just sitting there going, like, "Why the fuck did I let her pick a movie?" Mm-hmm. Um, and Shutter does supply them sometimes. I—I I, I mean, I suppose. Did you watch? The, they tried to do an American Horror Story. Where it was called. I don't watch any of their originals, though. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. They're original. Oh, no. I watch, like, their... I like I like some of, like, the B movies. Like, I was... I got into a slew of um, Puppet puppet Master, and I was like, great. This is all here. I'm gonna watch it. I don't... I, I... Somehow, I just refuse to watch their originals. I'm not... I'm not there yet. The originals are not good. They had one that was called... Um, 
God, it was maybe like Slasher or something like that. And it's really gory because it doesn't have to be on TV. It's really gory. Oh, okay. You might like it, but it, it doesn't, none of it ever makes sense. It's like. So it's an anthology. And the killer. Though. It's an anthology, but it'll be like, and the killer was your husband. <laughs> but I was with him the whole time. Oh, weird. Well, I hired a. Uh, a homeless man to put on the costume and run around and chase us. So you would think that I was, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake! I yeah, that and then you're so like 1950s, right? And then you're like with the final girl, and then the final girl gets killed, and then you end up with this other character, and it's like, and the moral of the story is, you don't have to be a good person. <laughs> no, I don't. But there is a good, there is a good movie. It's called Hell House LLC. There's three movies. So I watched it with um, Kyle and Tim. uh, And it was so good that we watched the following two movies right after it. (laughs) Okay, so. So it's about. So am I. No. Yeah, go ahead. Am I. So am I watching Hell House? Oh, there's another paranormal activity. There's too many. Oh, the newest one. Don't watch it. See, this is what I'm talking about. You're just like, bam, bam, bam. I'm just now about to watch the the Insidious. The newest Insidious. Uh, Well, it's old news. No, I know that, but I really want to... I like the whole franchise. Did you ever watch any of the VHS? Yeah, I saw the first one. The VHS is just... It's it's an American version of the Spanish version record, and the Spanish version's better. No, no, there's record... There's rec, and then there's quarantine. Yeah, and VHS is the an American version or an English version of record. No, record isn't record zombies. Yeah, record it, it. They're the same, essentially the same movie. Just one is Spanish and one is not. No, no, no. Or it's record the other way around. Is, Record is zombies in the, like the news reporter, zombies in a building, right? Yes, it. but I'm saying... Cor- the English version is called Quarantine. What did you VHS, say? VHS. Oh, VHS. VHS. Okay. I, then, VHS. No, I didn't see that one. VHS, I do believe, is a Spanish, is a remake of a Spanish movie, but it's basically an anthology in the same way where it's like some people walk into this weird house, there's all these videotapes, they put one in after each other, and they're like vignettes. Oh, like you know what? No, I did see this, and I didn't like it. I thought it was dumb. It's fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. Some of them are really good and some of them are really not. Um, but Hell House LLC, I really like. It's found footage, which I know you're like, blah, whatever. No, I but, love found footage so ones. I kind of oh, wish good. it was Oh, yeah. Real. We just talked about it. Yeah. So five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour, a documentary crew uh, travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. Is that right? Honestly, this looks familiar. I'm I'm really bad at the names of movies. So remember last week you were telling me about, or a couple weeks ago, you were telling me about this one movie. And I was like, no, I never saw it. And then that night I went to go watch it and I was like, oh, I did see this. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I'm just, I don't really remember the names. I vaguely remember plots unless it was like, you know, unless it was crazy good, like Human Centipede, then I'm like, I don't remember them. I don't remember the name. Oh. They all kind of like meld together. Hell House. Oh, Lights Out. That's what it was. You were telling me about Lights oh, Out. Oh, yeah, Lights Out. And I That's was like, 
I was like, no, I never saw it. And then I went to go watch it, and Will was like, we've seen this before. And I was like, I think we have to. <laughs> and I fell asleep through it. Yeah, so Hell House LLC, I think, is what it is. I'm sorry I keep going back to this because the description doesn't sound right. Oh, no, I have never seen this. Look at these images. This is horrifying. Yeah, so they basically create, it's like a haunted house, and they create a, yeah, this is right. They create a haunted house in a haunted house. And it's like this company that they do haunts, which are like, hauntings or whatever and it's very slow paced it's very creepy it's very patient um it's it's good you should watch wait it. i think i did see wait no this there was one i saw that they went to haunted house and they didn't realize that it was real that's not this is it yeah no no that's something else um okay along this along the lines of your newfound um love for thriller and horror are you mm -hmm capable of going to a haunted house i mean i think so i i do want to do horror Hall halloween horror nights or whatever it is at six flags i do want to do that no that's that's child's no? play compared to what i have in store i i don't know that i can because it's different to watch it and there's <laughs> i don't know if i you know can what I mean? there 2019 just before pandemic maybe it was 2018 no, it was 2019. It was the last time I went to her haunted house. Will took me to one, like, it was probably the best thing I'd ever been to. It was long enough. It was out in the boonies of Illinois. And it was so good. It was, it, it was a long one, too. We were in there for, like, a good 45 minutes, hour thing. And I love that because you spend a lot of money only for it to be, like, short and not as good. This was so good. So many rooms. There was this thing where you, they, simula they simulate you being buried alive. And I do not want that. <laughs> it, it, it's not bad. It was just like, so basically you go, after you've gone through this tumultuous other stuff, you end up in this one like small, very small room. And they tell you, they put a certain amount of you in there and they say, okay, turn around, face the wall. And so you face the wall and then, and then you're back to back with other people. And then they say, sit down. So you're sitting down now. And then these balls drop it's dark it's completely oh, dark oh yeah you did tell me this so part. yeah it's not so it's you know it's balls so it's not balls you know it's just it's not real <laughs> as you roll your eyes you know it's not real but it there was a sense of panic because you're like of course oh my god i i remember having to like stick my hand in the air just so i could feel air just because i was i was like oh i feel like i'm about to panic i'm really gonna panic so I, I did that and it was it was really cool. It was a great it was a great sensation though. I yeah, I don't need that. I'm good. I'm good. I think that the I also have a lot of trauma of those haunts as a kid uh, because my mom and my sister and my family all like to go, but I didn't. And I it was like you know how I was in college. Imagine me as a kid like vehemently against being in these things and my mom would be like understood. I'll just cover your ears. <laughs> but you're still going. <laughs> but you're still going. So obviously, like, covering your ears didn't do shit. And there would be, like, we'd go into the woods that we would always hang out in. There was, like, a park in the woods. They would turn it into a haunt. But so it's, like, this area that I know all the time and these terrible, terrible things are happening. Work. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want that. And then 
I also went, I think I told you about this too, but like I went to a haunt when I was a little bit older, like in high school. And I went with some friends and we were in this like cornfield thing. We immediately got broken up. Some killers were, oh, I did tell you about this. There was a killer in front. There's a killer in back. And then somebody came out of the cornfield and I pushed my friend Jen. Take her. Take her. <laughs> and I ran away and fell. <laughs> Naturally. Mm-hmm. I know that was that was the thing every year. We in high school and grade school, I wanted to do well, you know, because I'm a Halloween baby, too. So it was I have to do at least one haunted house thing. And that carried into college. Like I made I make sure up until honestly, up until the pandemic, I hadn't. I was not going to um, haunted houses, but we would go every, I would try to go with whomever every single year and travel too. Cause I would go out to Wisconsin. Cause some of these places are like, some of like, I, I Google like, what are the scariest ones? Like I want to come out peeing my pants. I don't want to do that. Or <laughs> like, I want to come out like crying. Uh, no, no, no. I w- I'll listen to it. Like you can tell me all about it. <laughs> I just don't have a desire to experience it. Yeah, I guess that's the thrill. I don't know how it'll be now. I'm a little older, so I don't know how it'll be now. But also, I didn't know how it was going to be when. Remember, we went to Six Flags, and I was like, I I agreed to go to Six Flags, not really understanding. Like, am I okay with this? Like, I don't know if mm-hmm. I can't do roller coasters anymore. Got on a roller coaster. I was good. I was like, more. Yeah, you were so good that you wanted to do yeah. the one ride that kept breaking down. I was pissed. I was pissed at you because you weren't hanging in. Because <laughs> that's not what we do. When I go when I go to amusement parks like that, you got to stick it out. They're going to fix it. But, mate, it broke down several they times They didn't say that. We they there. just said it broke down when we were no, in we line. No, we watched it. We, may, we watched it break down several times. I don't recall that. Times. I just remember being in the line for a very long time. We were so close, and then it broke down again. I actually, I now now remembering it broke down again. Exactly. While we were exactly. in line, I we were so close though, so I was like, I'm ready for it. Let's go. No. God's got it. Well, not for everyone. He doesn't. <laughs> not for everyone. For sometimes it's their time to go. I was I was actually actively mad at you for a couple of minutes. Like I kind of pouted. I knew you were. And I. I know, and then you stayed in the line to spite. Yeah, Lil I, I really because... did. No, I was. Yeah, I was pissed. I was yeah, like, I know. I'm. I someone's know. getting on this ride. <laughs> but then it got hot, and I got lonely. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing is like when I th- when I'm worried about like certain situations, I think about the story of it. So it's like, wait, how did Tom die? Well, he went to Six Flags. <laughs> he saw this ride break down several times, but still went on it and then died. <laughs> oh no! I'm, I don't want that. I'm thinking like it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Right, and the story I would tell is like Matus wanted to go on this ride. We told her not to. We saw it break. That dumb bitch went on and died. <laughs> or it broke down. We got stuck upside down, and then um, for a minute, and then he got let us out, and we have a great story. Uh. Uh-uh. Tale as old as time. No, because we would have to be the ones who climb down it. Yes, and, and then I that's the great story. <laughs> and I'm yelling at you, Tom. Don't pee. Mm-mm. Your braid, get, you had braids at the time. Your braid did gets I? stuck. Mm-hmm. No, I probably did. It was an up and a bum. Yeah. No, I was ready for it. I just, I just, my history with roller coasters, it's like you don't leave. You don't back down. You just stick it out. Getting on this And thing. my, my history is you back down at every <laughs> chance. 
I was afraid of them as a kid, but now I love them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like the older see you're you're working in the opposite direction. <laughs> I uh, know, but I prefer that now because I experience it with much more, with much more memory, with much more permission, with more uh, excitement. Because at the time it would be like you're going on this fucking ride, <laughs> and and I didn't want to, so I was scared, and I didn't enjoy it. But like your <clears throat> fearlessness is now higher, and it's supposed to lower as you get older. Like now I'm looking at everything like no, mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't, mm-mm, that's dangerous. Back in the day, I was like, YOLO, you know, I'm just like, mm-hmm. live life, um, you know, nope. of course. When I, went, when I went to Disney World with my dad as a kid, they all went, did you, did you go there and go on that alien ride? I vaguely remember Disney, but yes, we did to Disney. So there's a ride where there's an alien, it breaks free, and it like kills somebody in the... What? At Disney? At Disney. <laughs> my friends had told me about it. So we went there and my dad, my stepmom, and my sister all wanted to go on it. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and we got all the way up to the vi- – th- I think I was actually in the seat. And I was like, ma'am. <laughs> and my dad was like, if you go out there, like, you might get kidnapped. Like, he was trying to scare me out of that. And I was like, I would rather be kidnapped than experience this ride. And they came out all scared. And I was like, that's exactly right. And <laughs> you, what did I do? Popcorn, I had cotton like, candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, y'all good? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. You know, I spent the twenty dollars you gave me on this cotton candy. My my threshold for fear is now it's so low. Cause so even even watching horror films, I'm like, look, my anxiety is really high, so I can't really <laughs> deal with this. I can barely finish television shows. Like I haven't finished How to Get Away with Murder because it made my I was it, my anxiety was going crazy. So right. I, I no I. I but that's can't. what I'm saying with. With media, I can hit pause and come back to that. Yes, and I, I when I watched, I when I watched The Strangers, I, one time I watched it with friends, and I had my head in the pillow, and ears covered. And then when I watched it again, I watched it in a room, but I kept like walking into the other room at the scary parts and being like, like looking in real quick to be like, is this scary? But it's like I have control over how I'm consuming it, you know? See, it doesn't – I'd rather – I don't have to do that anymore. I'd rather watch the scary stuff. It doesn't really bother me that – I mean, it bothers me sometimes, certain things. When it when it feels real, that's what it, it is. When it feels real – like a horror film, I mean. Um, like a TV show, just the anxiousness of, like, knowing what's going to happen, that just gives me anxiety. But, like, <clears throat> horror films, that just – when it feels too real, I'm like, hmm. I don't know, because this could happen. Mm-hmm. Did you see the rise of Leslie Vernon? No. Or Behind the Mask? See, this is what I'm talking That's about, Tom. One. What is wrong with you? I know all these things. You don't. You only let us hang out for two hours at a time, so we can't get to <laughs> too many movies. No, I, you know what it is? I'm too busy, like, re-watching things. Yeah, same. I don't... Oh, I just started re-watching um, Veep. I never got into that. I, I rarely... Oh watch new stuff like new movies like i just turned on joy luck club because just felt like it just joy luck club yeah Ugh, might as well like read the bell jar (laughs) oh no this is why i was watching this was my rabbit hole i was watching teenage mutant ninja turtles 3 the girl in it was in joy luck club Mm. oh and also i was watching uh what is that there's that new show uh the party Season two. Search party? Sur- no. 
It, after party. After party. Thank you. It was after party season two. And the Asian mom in it, she was in Joy Luck Club. And I was like, you were in Joy Because I was looking. I was like, where do I know this face from? And I Googled her. And I was like, Joy Luck Club, yes. And then I was like, I own that. Mm, let me just watch it. And I started watching it. It's not depressing. It's good. Uh, maybe I have that mixed up because I just re- – I always associate those two together because those were – we had reading book, whatever, oh. like book things we had to read. Yes. Oh, summer reading. It, no, it was like we had a, there was like a points thing. Like you ha- you took a test and it gave you the level that you could read. <laughs> and the higher level you achieved, the more, the higher point. There were different books. Each book was worth a certain amount of points. The higher you scored, the more access you had to higher level, higher point level books. Is this in high school or grade school? This feels very great Middle school. school. Okay, I was about to say, I hope this is not a high school. And I had a, um, the highest. Mm, I got skills, the highest. Skills, um, skills. And I remember they would give you like, okay, now you can have like these certain choices. And Joy Luck Club and Bell Jar and Sophie's Choice were a group. Oh, this is explaining a lot. They was like, you are destined for depression. Here you go. Here's your books. Mm-hmm. But Anne of Green Gables was a choice. I started reading her and I had to turn her. I had to say, no, thank you. Wait. Why? I just started reading it. Wow. That was at a glance. Book number three. Not only it was right by the computer and has like uh, posted. Because I'm I'm rereading it. I've read these when I was a kid and I um, I was like, yeah, let's just take these back up. So I'm on book number three. um, We're well aware of your your lover. Um, What was I going to say? Some bullshit. Oh, yeah. No, I, um, yeah, you're, that, they were, they were setting you up for failure with this. But also, oh, but you went to a public school. Maybe that's why. They were very selective of our, like, I feel like that's very progressive reading. Because we had, like, Abel's Island, the Phantom Tollbooth. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. we weren't about to read the Bell Jar. I read that on my oh, own. No. no, we had Counting the Stars, which I do like that book. You don't know that book? No, I know the book, but wait a minute. I'm confused because I really thought that book came out in high school or when we were in college. Count the Stars? Yeah. No, 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 no. Isn't that the book where she has cancer? No. No, you poor thing. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, we did have to read this. I had to look at this cover. Yeah. It's a Caldecott. It always has the gold on it, you know? Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to be a good book. It's the Jewish one. Yeah, it's a Jewish one. We read the, I read the, um, the giver. We had to read the giver too, which actually it's a, wait. Number the stars. I'm sorry. Number, number the, the stars. stars. That's, I have, I apologize, Lois. <laughs> I have your book, but you're not getting that back. I really want that back. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I have your copy of the giver. Thanks. You're thinking of, you're thinking of the fault in our stars. Yes. I was like, hmm. Yeah, number of the stars. We, we read all that depressing shit, and I, I'm thankful for that. And I remember, like, I remember thinking I was like hot fucking shit because I got that high score, and I was pretty dumb, <laughs> so I was like real impressed. And then like the points that some of the bull or the books that the bullies got to read were like cars. Oh my god, that's was, embarrassing. <laughs> but they were like, I don't fucking care. I get to read about books, and I was like, Well, good. I get to read about the Holocaust. <laughs> So they, they were ignorant, so they didn't even realize that it was not a good thing. Right. But still, these books uh, are pretty progressive. Like, 
I don't know if we were able. Count the stories. Yes, we did. We did read that. But like some of these were like, yeah, we, we read just like old timey stuff. I remember uh, one. It was the is, everything was pioneer days for a long for a long time. I remember reading a lot about pioneer women. I was like, why mm-hmm. are these stories about churning butter and someone in an apron? I was like, ugh. And you have to like analyze the meaning behind it. I was like, I don't know. These are sad, sad women. I can't. I know Lois Lowry is so funny though because she had all these books that were like joyful kids, blah blah blah, The Giver, <laughs> uh, the giver. Anastasia, Goonie the Fabulous, uh, Count the Star, Number of the Stars. Uh, it, it, it just she was a, a summer to die. Do you remember those she, like she, those? Did you ever read those books where? Oh, this woman's still alive. Get it? She's eighty six. I didn't realize that. I would read these slew of books about a girl, like. It was like romance, but with a, a hint of like sadness because you'd always be like a girl, teenage girl who has cancer and like falls in love, but she dies in the end. It was way before Walk to Remember. Yeah, Walk to Remember. Oh my god! It wasn't. Even it then. wasn't. It was before Walk to Remember, but there was like this art. Her name. Oh, what was her name? It was like the author's like Sarah, not McLaughlin, but like McLowen or something. Oh no, whatever. Her name was like something long. McLean. McLean was her name. Um, and she had like a series. She had just had all these books that was always about some teenager who had a terminal illness, but they were falling mm-hmm. in love. And then mm-hmm. the character usually dies. But I remember mm-hmm. reading one and like being 13 or 12 and just like sobbing hot tears. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, man, but turns out she had like a slew of these books. And I was like, all of her books are the same. Like same premise. But who are you? Yeah. Why are you selling these to these to teenagers this way? This is that's sad. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that I don't know it. There's a lot of books like that. Um, the, I was thinking of one that I read called The Whirligig. It's, Teenager who builds a whirl gig in each of the corners of the United States in order to pay restitution after he kills another person um, by accident in a suicide attempt by car crash. That's a book what for is, children. What is it called? Whirl a gig. That actually kind of sounds good. It was fine. It was good. It was good. But, like, those are books that, like, were given to us. And then when you grow up and then you're reading, like, The Five People You Meet in Heaven or whatever. And it's, like, that's less fucked up than some of these books that we were told to read as tweens. But it doesn't – I don't know if it clicks then. Because when I reread stuff, I'm – you're now – obviously, you're seeing it through a different eye. Like, I I reread – I reread. I re – yes, I did. I reread the – um. Great Gatsby. And I was like, yo, that was a mm-hmm. really good book. I don't think I appreciated it in high school. Well, and, and I, I think, too, there goes to say you're like you're reading it because you're probably trying to achieve. There's there's a different goal in it. For right. You. So you're there's like, a different goal. You're you're reading it. I got to t- pass the test. I got to write a paper. Uh, you know, now I'm just like I'm literally reading it for pleasure. And I was like, this is in- like this is a very well written, very good book. Mm-hmm. Like, good job to you. Mate, you should have paid more attention in high school. Uh, well, yeah, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Do you guys know about him? Right. I wanted to be like, excuse me, go up to Summit. Um, Hello, y'all. Have y'all read this? Because it is good. Do you guys know? Do you know about this? <laughs> I, 
Um, yeah, no, I mean, look, the, the, all those books, I mean, I'm trying to think of some others that we had to read. I read, uh, what's the one of the, on the island, the, the, oh, the kids, Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah. I actually never read that on it. It's fucked up. I it do is fucked up. That. And like the, the, like the graphic scenes are like graphically explained. Um, but you know, whatever. You know what? I, I've been, I, and I keep telling myself I won't do it anymore. I have, I read, I, I was reading a lot when I was a kid. Um, um, what's his name? It. Who did it? R.L. Stein. Shut oh, up. Oh, Stephen King. But I did read a lot of R.L. Stein. I, because even then, I loved horror. Same. So. Real quick, real quick with, um, Mr. Stein. I wanted to be like with Mr. Stein. I wanted to be like a magical person so bad. Like I wanted some sort of magical, fantastic thing to happen to me so bad. I read the one where it was like where I learned to fly or something like that. And the way the person learned how to fly was they found like a weird packet of powder in their house. Is this and an R.L. Stein? Yeah. Oh, we was on different paths. No, my R.L. Stein path you... was Fear Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did Goosebumps. No, couldn't. Um. So I went into my cupboard, found some powder, put it in a drink, <laughs> and I was dead. like, oh, I'm alert how to fly. And it was Jello. <laughs> of course you did. And it said Jello on it, but I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's not. See, yeah, you were more magical. I, I was more like, I'm living, your fantasies were magical. My fantasies were more like, I'm living out this drama. Like it was a real drama that was only happening in my head. <laughs> uh-huh, I know. Oh, shut <laughs> So sorry, you were reading Stephen King. No, I'm. I, I just find it. I don't know if your parents were this way or your mom, but like nobody was paying attention to me. Nobody was watching me. I shouldn't have been reading Stephen King at that age. Like I was a young kid reading Stephen King, and like being like, oh, oh my goodness, there there's some adult themes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recently, and I never read this as a kid, but I recently read it. What the fuck, Stephen King? Do you know about the like Hollywood clearly mm-hmm, the was orgy? Like, yes, Hollywood was like, yeah, this is a great story. However, we're just gonna not <laughs> put that part in. Yeah, I believe even Stephen King was like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking about. And it it bore no like honestly, I just feel like Stephen King has great ideas, but the execution in written form is not great. And I don't know where we're getting he's a great writer. I'm sorry. I just, I, and I keep going back to his book. I read The Stand and it just is like, bleh. but I loved the the 90s version of the movie. I didn't, I don't know what's going on with this 2002 one. It was, it, I still. It was really good. It was fantastic. Was it? I could not get through it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, but, and this, the, it, it is a great movie both back in the day and this current version. The book was all over the fucking place. Like he just and he goes on a tangent too. Like he'll start talking about something and never come back to it. And I'm like, well, why did I need to know that? Like, what was the point of this in the story? I get. Well, he was he was heavily on coke when he was writing a lot of his like big. And they published books. that. Well, they didn't know that. They were, but but I'm still like somebody. An editor had to read this and like, where were you going with this? Can we cut this part well, out? Well, still, there's still some of the best horror books of all time. And that's what I don't get. I don't. I. I've read maybe three. <laughs> I don't like any of them. 
Like me, the stand was good. It was it was good. Um, yeah. It I even in the book the orgy didn't quite like the whole point of them having the or and they're teenage. They're not even teenagers. They're like supposed to be preteens, and she all of a sudden just spoiler alert if you haven't read it, but she's like. They're stuck down at the at, in those tunnels, and she's like, the only way to get out is you must come to me. And she has each individual boy have sex with her mm-hmm. so that it kills their innocence so they could leave the tunnel. And I was like, so mm-hmm. you couldn't just... And then, and then they proceed to just walk out the way they came. And I was like, so you mm-hmm. could have skipped all of that and just walked out mm-hmm. the way you came. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Stephen, mm-hmm. what... Ew. It's a concept we don't all get behind. I could write anything. I do like that. I mean, you could. I mean, there's so, I don't know. There's so many books now that, like, I think I told you about, like, the final girl book that I read. And I was like, this was the laziest, stupid fucking piece of bullshit. And it was about final girls. And they said the word final girls so many times. In the book. In the book. And they'd be like, well, sure, I just want to go shopping, but. I'm a final final girl. girl. (laughs) Or it's like, you know, oh, Christmas for a final girl? Not the same as you. And it's like, stop it. Just stop it. Okay, well, we have entered quite a bit of information into the pop culture atmosphere. A lot of horror-related stuff, as per usual. Indeed. But um, it is a little too full. There's some things that we've got to just take out of the fold so that we can breathe a little bit. Uh, so, uh, this is the segment where we retire something from our pop culture atmosphere. It's just take it. It's dead. We put it to rest. It's gotta go. Yeah. Do you want to go first, mate? Um, yeah. I'm going to retire <laughs> just Florida. Just the whole <laughs> state. Florida, she gone? She's got to go. Just period. They just, I don't know. I just feel like they're not, they're not really needed. Um... And anyone who, you know, seems cool, uh, they can leave Florida and mm-hmm. come to a different state. So, Florida. I mean, I just, that's, a, I feel like it's enough said. Just period. Florida. Florida. I, oh, yeah, you're absolutely correct. You don't need to say too much more. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to retire is review bombing. Uh, mm. Do you know what this is? No, I was about to say, explain. Yeah, so for anyone who does, isn't aware, review bombing is when. A group of people, usually Republicans, <laughs> or or usually against something innocuous, will take to the message boards and give oh. negative reviews to movies like The Little Mermaid or Barbie. or Barbie or Love, Simon or whatever, simply because it's a premise they don't agree with. Yep. And... Uh, so they've talked about, like, review bombing for The Little Mermaid and... and uh, and how like it's about to come out on uh, it already Disney did plus and it already did uh and that it's being review bombed and it's like it's just so it's so it's lame it's so stupid it's lame it's boring so boring it's it's uneducated it's so, ignorant they're probably from and it's florida. like probably from florida but just imagine being like i don't like something I don't care to under. There's a movie about something I don't like. I so I decide to review bomb it. Like I'm just gonna. I'm Never not gonna it. even watch it. Yeah. And instead of doing nothing, I'm gonna just go out of my way to post something negative about it, so other people do not get to experience it. Like I, 
I know I have a job and kids and a house and a mortgage, but I would rather spend my time doing that. Yeah. I have... Not even praising had, Jesus, which they love so much. They want to go and do stupid stuff. I, I agree. I think it's, it's me, boring. Did, wasn't I with you one time where I got a drink poured on me in my lap? No, it, because not, like, I think I would have been in jail. I think we were at Bennigan's. I would have been in jail, Tom. Oh. It would have made me. It, it wasn't you. It was Lisa and Ray because I had gotten a drink poured on me. And while that was happening, Ray tripped and fell. So Lisa, at the same time, saw a drink be spilled on me and Ray fall. Like he fell so or something tripped time, him. He tripped and fell onto the ground. Mm. Um, so even that, I still tipped 20%. And did not Wait, say Wait, was word. it on accident that it spilt on you or they were just like, mm. It was on accident, but like an entire drink fell into my crotch yeah. at the very beginning of the Like it felt. What I'm just saying is like. It felt intentional. Well, no, it does. It, but I'm, what I'm saying is like I've had negative experiences. Oh, okay. Places, and I've still said. It's not worth it. It's not worth going I to the boards. I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, I don't have the energy. So. I, I don't. And there are movies about, like, uh, there's a movie, there there's a sequel to a religious movie that just came out, and it's, like, super crazy. I'm just not going to watch it. Does Kirk that's Cameron in I, it? Because I'm just like, man. No. I'm so annoyed about that. Yeah. But anyway, that's <laughs> review bombing. We're done. I agree. Um, and, and I have to say that with something as large as review bombing and Florida, we have certainly opened up some room yeah. in the pop culture atmosphere. Oh, my atmosphere. God. Yes for some extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So now that we made some breathing room, we do get to add a little bit more in. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah. I don't know. You may you may or may not like this. I don't know. I I would like to uh, reintroduce or reexamine um, the actress, Krista Miller. I... Who's that? She was... She's just the... She seems to just kind of play the no-nonsense friend but is like ride or die, go hard, friend, Cougar Town. Um, oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, I love her. She, I was, I, I say this because I was just recently watching another one of her husband's creations, <laughs> um, Shrinking, which is so good. Uh, it's got. It's a Chicago comedian. Huh? Uh, the main guy. No, Shrinking, it's got. It's got Indiana Jones in it. Jason Segel, Jessica Williams, Harrison Ford. Nope, sorry. He was in he did a show called Shrink, sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, this is about this is a show about a therapist who his wife has died a year prior to us coming into the series. And he's raising his teenage daughter alone and he's he, he's also just trying to grasp with the death of his wife he's whom he's been in love with all this time and he's also a shrink and all these uh, his you know friends that surround him jessica williams also plays a shrink who was also his wife's best friend krista miller plays the neighbor who was his wife's friend but she seems to be play. she always seems to be playing, playing these characters who are just like i will you know i will kill for my friends which is a line she actually uses in the the show and I remember it because she also uses that same line in Cougar Town. So I and I don't know because I think Cougar, I think the writer, the guy who made Cougar Town and and Bill Will Bill Lawrence is that her husband? I think that's her husband. He made both. I don't know. 
I don't know if he's just like, let's make her that character, but she just seems to be, and, and I'm getting the sense because she was also that in um, Drew Carey show, but she's like that, like, sassy, no-nonsense friend, I can call you a bitch, but nobody can, nobody else can kind of friend, and who has, like, also a hard time being vulnerable, but, like, she really loves you um, and has a weird way of showing it. It's she's me. That character. Oh me. yeah, yes. I was I was literally about to say that. It was like, but that's Tom. Um, I was like, I I'm here for that. I was like, I really liked her character in Shrinking. I loved her character in in um, Cougar Town. Oh, I mean, and I personally, I probably she probably kind of just kind of plays the same character over and over again. But it's funny. I I'm here for it. Like, if you need that kind of person in your in your show, I you know I I'd pick Kristen Miller too. I want her as my white friend, my white girlfriend. Yeah, there's something about her. She does. I I do relate to her quite a bit. Where she's everything you said, but also she always plays the same thing. And I have a feeling it's because she doesn't have a huge range. No, because uh, she she was in Scrubs too. Yeah, and she played um, the same kind of grouchy, you know, sassy kind of character. But yeah. like she's. I, I really. I love Cougar Town, by the way. I oh no, I love Cougar, Cougar Town. Town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. That's a wonderful one. Uh, the one that I already sort of spoiled earlier was the indictment and, <laughs> and all the stuff and him having Trump having a, a gag order. And I just can't wait for that to not work out. I know. I was and like, to say, the, nothing's going to work out, though. <laughs> no, all the appeals that he's trying to do all being shut down. It's just so lovely. And it's like, it's just so I guess we forget often that sometimes the justice system requires patience. Um, because when all this bullshit was happening, we were like, what the fuck? Right. How doesn't you expect when something wrong happens, there's an immediate response. Exactly. But there isn't always. And there's this stuff now where it's like, OK. And, you know, I'm not someone who's like standing on the hills and screaming for Joe Biden and everything right. that he does. It's like, you know, there's there's flaws on both sides for sure. But I am extremely anti-Trump. And that's the way it is yeah. um have gone on a date with a trumper wow um, did you know mm-hmm. uh it came out pretty early on yeah oh like dinner time and uh, you're just kind of like going wait what I, that that is something i don't understand is how you can be in my mind trumpers are like just rich white males exactly. i don't know how you could go against your own um what's the word i'm looking Straight. for no i'm just <laughs> how are you going against your own uh, like needs like you he is clearly not beneficial for gay people or lgbtq plus minorities so i don't understand how like mexico like anyone who's mexican or puerto rican can be for trump i i, I personally can't understand, don't understand how it. you know diamond and crystal whatever their names when diamond and pearl they were just like so for trump actually i do understand why they were because they just liked I think they just really like celebrity. I mean, and they just, they're I, I, stupid. I was about to say, yeah. Um, they weren't Yeah, smart. that's what a lot of, but that's what a lot of these Trump people are, is that they don't realize that, like, when they're, like, super Trumpy, they get a lot of attention. But they everyone seems to forget that anybody close to him or that gets his attention will eventually be turned on. 100%. Uh, and I don't know. It just is so, it's nice to see these things and, you know, with all of the injustice going on in the world with health care and child care and women's rights and, and all that stuff, uh, you know, re- reproductive rights and abortion, it's just all that stuff. It's nice to see some sort of win when there's these things that are just so when it's left to a judge and not Congress people who are not 
voting based on what they believe. They're voting on what will keep them in office longer. Um, so, I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I get But we'll see. We we'll see what see. happens. We will see what happens. Um, and, you know, I'm not demanding that he go to prison or anything I like am. that. I just, I would like him to not be eligible to run for president. I feel like that is a fair ask. Thank you guys for sticking in. This was a long one, but we really appreciate it. This is a super fun conversation. Uh, this has been uh, Two Old Millennials. I am one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Matus. And uh, don't be Trumpers. <laughs> or, live <laughs> or live in Florida. Or live in Florida. Bye, guys. Bye.